This is an emergency broadcast of the Uncovering Anomalies podcast. This is not a drill. Remove any children and pets from your home and go to your nearest shelter. Remember to at all times listen to the Uncovering Anomalies podcast. And whatever you do, do not under any circumstances, trust what you see. Uh, all right, I hit the record button. So, Cuz, how we doing? I'm good, good. Enjoying there the weekend. Good. Very good. You know, it's, the weather's uh, nice. It's not It's not raining. No more flood. It stops just in time for the weekend. But there was spring like crazy yesterday. I mean, just from the morning all the way till I went to sleep, even I saw them doing it. There so was spring? spring? Yeah, you don't see them. Says the planes spray. Oh, those that's spraying. No, yes. I don't I don't go outside ever, so. <laughs> well, I we like have a really nice my... balcony and a, and a garden and. You know, yesterday was right on top of the house. I'm like, what the? It's so obvious, man. They're on to us. I <laughs> I record I record from my my bunker. Um, oh, oh yes. Yeah, out in the middle of the woods. Speaking so of bunker, there's a really cool Oculus game that you're in a you're in a bunker and you're supposed to you're supposed to try and get out and these all these buttons you're supposed to press you're supposed to find all these. Oh, hits. is it it's like really escape cool. escape the room that those yeah. kind of those games? Yeah, yeah, yeah those yeah. are fun. It is. It's a lot of fun. That's the only stuff I like on Oculus is those puzzle games. Dude, I play the hell out of Beat Saber. Um, and there's <laughs> this game. There's this game called um, shit. I, every time we record, I cannot remember a goddamn thing. Um, <laughs> it's the it's called super. It's called super hot. And it's like a shooter. But time only oh. moves if you move. So you have to like plan your moves and you're getting attacked by people. <gasps> Yeah, I think I know it's, that one. You got a gun, right? You have to pick yeah. it up and then shoot them yeah. sometimes. Yeah, yeah, that's a really cool game. Yeah, it's really interesting because it's like a live-action puzzle. Yeah, and it goes in slow motion, right? Yeah, like if you stand still, time moves like almost – it almost completely stops. It's a lot yeah, of fun. Yeah, yeah, I really like that game. I don't think I got very far uh, because it gets it's, really it's complicated. Like, yeah. It is. Four people start coming after you. Mm-hmm. And you more – you have to look all around you because you'll always get hit by, by uh, from behind because you don't see them coming. Yeah, yeah. So it's good training, I guess. I'm sh- like, you know, if you're like a, I don't know, some in- intelligence officer or something like that. If you're if you're trained to be John Wick. <laughs> you think guys like that actually exist? No, no, I don't. <laughs> I mean, they're John Wick. <laughs> they're fun though. Those revenge movies are great to oh. watch. Yeah, I love them. I mean, they're gr- they're they're fantastic. Uh, all right. Well, yeah, let that's the uh, introduction. Sure, yeah, before I forget. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Uncovering Anomalies podcast. Uh, joined with me, as always, UAP. is Adam. I am Topher, and we Hello, are everyone. here to uncover some anomalies. Yes, we we're are. Here to, we're, here to, we're here to chew gum and uncover <laughs> anomalies, and I'm all out of gum. Yes. <laughs> or at least talk about it, you know. It's, it really helps. We, I, you know, I'm going to say we uncover them. Sure, sure, we don't truly prove anything, but we are uncovering them. We are uncovering them. And I think, you know, um, you know, everything takes time to become a pro at. I know this, you know, I always suck at everything I start. And then I'm like, wow, I can't believe how bad I was at whatever it was I was doing. Right. So Mm -hmm. I think podcasting is the same thing. And us trying to uncover these anomalies i think eventually we'll get to the point where we're actually uncovering anomalies <laughs> yeah <laughs> you well know? you know beethoven didn't come out of the womb as a you know perfect uh, musician yeah. shakespeare he didn't create <laughs> he didn't he, you know he wasn't a newborn uh, writing out plays it takes right. practice to do anything it does yes yes it does 
Um, and, you know, the good news is that we are kind of obsessed with this subject and we're always looking out for <laughs> things. And, you know, if you're busy and you don't have time like we do, um, then you can always come to this podcast and listen to the to the new anomalies of the week. Yeah, and deal with our insane takes on on all the news that goes on. Um, I don't think they're that insane. Yeah, go ahead. Speaking of insane takes, I was going to say I have an account on uh, on Twitter, which you know it has a good following. And this is your personal uh, account. Yeah, uh, kind of. Yeah, so it's still not my name, but um, so anomaly. He's a big account. He um, um, he's a he's a rapper, but he's also he's a journalist, right? He talks about he's he. He has really good takes. He had great takes on COVID, and you know he just—he's always straight up, gives you the truth. Anyway, he had a, a a poll on flat Earth. He goes, "All right, globe or flat Earth?" Now, thankfully, mostly everyone said globe, right? But then mm-hmm. I said, "I'm like flat Earth is a provable psyop to muddy the waters um, of the tr- of truth movements, especially 9/11." And man, everyone just went nuts. No, bro. You should research it, blah, blah, blah. And I mean, I knew it was going to happen. I mean, I get it. I went down that rabbit hole like a decade ago. But, you know, and I think I believed it for a year. I think it was a good year I believed it. But then <laughs> I snapped out of it. You know, I'm like, I'm simulating it all wrong. This right. is a huge planet. It's huge. We are tiny, like really, I think I think like a speck of dust. So we, I'm not simulating it right in my head. It's just huge. It's going to look flat for as long as even... Even a hundred miles up, it's going to look flat to something like me. Um, yeah. So, we, we, you know, that's, we, we, that's what it is. We, we talked about it on a re- – it might have even been last week. It, it's just yeah. us humans. We can't – because because of the size we are and because of how limited our perception is, yeah. um, it's impossible to, to scale things properly. I mean, people yeah. – and I, this is the example I used last time is when you look at a model of the solar system, you go, oh, look mm-hmm. how big Ju- Jupiter is compared to Earth. Earth must yeah. not be that big. Uh-huh. And no, it, 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 that's just how big Jupiter is. It's just we can't fathom that because we don't we truly have no frame of reference. We don't. I mean, what is it? That, that eye, the, the red storm? I mean, that's a good point. The red storm is like five Earths. Can yeah. you imagine that? No, I, I, that's the thing. I can't. I can't imagine that. <laughs> no one insane. can. Yeah, it really is. It truly is insane. Yeah, I'm reading also uh, uh, Ringmakers of Saturn, right? It's an old book, uh, I think from the 60s. And one of these craft that he said was a craft right making making these rings were also like four earths you know a craft so i mean it's just yeah yeah that's anyway and well you know let's talk about like our subject which is uh ufos and aliens Um, well there (laughs) this is good this this is more along ufos not truly aliens but it it is the biggest story going on right now yes Balloon Boy is back. Oh yes, uh, Balloon Boy. <laughs> no, uh, but um, maybe is there any chance if I get? The, well, I know we're we are usually about a week late on episodes, but to stay yeah. topical, we might want to put this turn put this one up today if we can. Okay, okay, uh, you, uh, yeah, I was going to ask you that because you had because we have the one ready from last week, so I can just upload both of them, and that yeah, means we're we're current. We'll do a double feature. All right, cool, man. Yeah. That's, that's even better. Because I think this is one of those stories, if we wait a week, it's going to be completely out of the news. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. In fact, it, I think by tomorrow it's going to be out of the news. So yeah. for those of you who have been living under a rock, um, I'm going I'm to tell you the official story. Um, China released a spy craft. Uh, basically, it's a b- giant balloon with um, some sort of uh, mechanical machine underneath it. It's got solar panels, and it's kind of hard to see. There's 
I've seen one really good picture of it. But anyway, it's this giant balloon. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, it flew out of China, through Alaska, around Canada, and mm-hmm. into Montana. the northwest, northwestern United States, into my hometown, mm-hmm. home state, excuse me, not my hometown, my home state of Montana. And that's where the news first broke. And I believe that was Monday. That you was had Monday. Sent me a, you would send me a message. And then a couple of days later, it was in, I want to say, um, one of the Kansas? Kansas, yeah. I think it was yep. Kansas. And then as of yesterday, um, it was shot down over the Atlantic Ocean on the off the coast of North Carolina. After the transmission, right? Yeah. So um, basically, the public knew that this balloon had floated into our country, above our country, mm-hmm. um, and gone across the entire United States over the course of a week and then was shot down once it had left. Um, I've seen a lot of ridiculous, weird takes on it. Um <laughs> People online are idiots, and I don't. I'm serious talking to me. I don't really care what their thoughts are, but I do care about your thoughts, Adam. So give me your yeah. thoughts on this giant balloon that from China. I don't know. You know, I, I, at first I was like, you know, this is really weird, right? I mean, I, I know the administration is close to them, the Pentagon's, and the Pentagon's gonna lie. You know, they have satellites up there. That's why we have Space Force, right? Mm-hmm. Um, at least that's the excuse for it. So why would they send something that's archaic, you know? So they're saying it's by accident and it's, as you know, for scientific purposes. I don't. Anyway, I don't buy it, especially when they find another one coming from Latin America. I'm like, okay, what's going on here? Why is there two of them? Um, yeah, it doesn't. It really doesn't add up. Uh, China's story was that it was um, not. It was non-military and it was a weather balloon, of course. Of course. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if they're still sticking to that story. I, mean, I think it's a distraction because a lot of these things with COVID are coming out and all of a sudden this thing shows up, you know, especially with, with yeah. Pfizer and that, that thing came up, too, should, right? I was going to say, we should let's let's shelve the Project Pfizer talk or Project Veritas okay. Pfizer talk until let's finish talking about the balloon first. OK, but so I, yeah, I, I, do, so I thought I, I think, think it's a related. distraction. Um, and then then there's something else. There's something else, you know, because we are a free capital country. You know, anyone can come and invest in this country. Anyone can buy land. That's just how we are, right? We're a capitalist country, like to the extreme. Now, China has bought land near uh, near military bases, and there's no law um, stopping them from doing that. And it's been a problem because they they are spying on military bases. So, you know, what if this is just? And some I read somewhere that this was also launched from U.S. soil. This this balloon. Um, so, I mean, what if this is like a way for us to say, all right, let's make a law that China cannot buy any more land in the United States, think, or at least near military bases? You know, I, was, I started a, thinking that was going on. That seems like a really long way around it. I mean, just, <laughs> the, just the other well, a week or two ago, Texas um, banned, I think it was uh, Saudi um, uh, citizens from buying land in Texas. Really? Yeah, it really in wasn't general. that long ago. And, and there, yeah, and there was no balloon uh, that was floated over there. Okay, so um, they can just make laws. All right, so yeah, I, it is. I don't know, man. It's just weird because it, it, it is. It's very weird to me that the public caught uh, wind of it almost immediately government. after. It, well, people were taking pictures of it and wondering what the hell was going on. Our government came out and confirmed it was a Chinese satellite, and they kept saying, "Oh, yeah. we can't shoot it down. We can't shoot it down. We can't shoot it down." They waited a whole week and then they shot it down. I mean, over I the ocean. Yeah, it was supposedly, you know, and I kind of get it because in case there's something uh, deadly and dangerous that's in that satellite, you'd want to shoot it down over the ocean. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's a lot of things that don't 
makes sense to me in this story. Um, yeah, what do you think? There's a lot of there's a lot of open land. I understand why they would. Okay, Ooh, I got a lot of thoughts on this. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you who don't know, the area of Montana um, that the balloon flew flew over, we do have at least one big military base there. Yeah. Also, east, mean, it, eastern it, it, Montana. It's a nuclear, it's a nuclear I, one too. Was just about to say, eastern yeah. Montana has uh, a a big chunk of. Uh, nuclear silos over there. That that's common knowledge. We're not breaking any news there. If you didn't right. know, it's not that big of a deal, but it is uh, public knowledge. Um, uh, yeah, Mon- and not just East- that. There was famous uh, famous UFO sightings there, right? That yes. shut down yes. UFO uh, so, uh, Sorry, nuclear silos. It was one of the. It was in the 50s. It was one of the most. Um, the one I'm thinking of anyway. It flew over yeah. the military base. It was it was on video. You can you can find those videos online. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's one of those ones. I think. Project Blue Book, they researched it and they said, we don't know what this is. And this is a long, this was a long time ago. Long time ago. Uh, And one of the first, one of the first big UFO sightings. Um, I I don't like the story that the government is pushing that uh, they couldn't shoot it down and then they did shoot it down. There's a Mm -hmm. lot. If anyone knows what this country looks like, uh, Montana and Kansas and everything in between there, there's a lot of open territory where there is not a person for a while. Right. And uh, that doesn't that excuse doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Another thing that doesn't add up is that the U.S. government would confirm that it was a Chinese satellite. Uh, The fact that they're using a balloon doesn't make any sense to me when we when you're right. You said this earlier, uh, Chinese Chinese, the Chinese and a bunch of other governments, I'm sure, have satellites constantly Mm -hmm. flying overhead that could see a lot better and as a lot less risky to their government to use those satellites than it would be to float a giant balloon. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, the story so, doesn't, it really doesn't make any sense. Yeah, go ahead. It doesn't add up, especially, even if it was civilian, we don't do that. I don't see anyone else doing that. I mean, why would they think they can just do that, you know, over, over a country's airspace, you know, especially yeah. that it's movable. They said it was movable. Um, you know, why would it go over military bases too? So it's, it's just all weird. As usual with these things, like no one can just give us a straight answer. And I mean, it, it just doesn't make any sense to use something that's so. I mean, it was seen with the naked eye. People were recording <laughs> yeah. this thing the second it entered our airspace. Right. Like, Why use minute, something like that? that? It's thing? so obvious. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially China, they've proven time and time again they can they they've had spies in our country uh, hanging out with people in charge. Um, uh, who was it? Stalwell, Swalwell, whatever his Swal- name is. Fartwell, that guy. Yeah, California. that guy. Yeah. <laughs> he was hanging out with Chinese spies. I mean, Bang Fang. They don't need to float balloons over, so that doesn't make any sense ha, to me. That, exactly. We have TikTok on our phone. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. enough. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Oh, someone did say this though. That what if? Because you know, the latest uh, UFO report was saying that all these UAPs were Chinese. You know, what if they sent this thing that's archaic and old just to say like, uh, no, it's not. <laughs> this is what we have. <laughs> I, you know, I, thought that was I have <laughs> I have seen that argument made uh, in on in certain places online yeah. um, that they're using it. And I have seen the same thing that it's a, it truly is a U.S. Um, balloon that they blamed on china so anytime someone sees any kind of uap in the sky oh, the yeah, u.s yeah, government yeah. now has precedent to say oh it's right. you know some sort of chinese hardware flying around you're right right yeah yeah could be that i mean too. i mean I, I, what we're going back to uncovering stuff 
We haven't mm-hmm. uncovered any truth, but we haven't covered that uh, the world is really stupid. <laughs> whatever, whatever the official story is, it's not that, and it just seems like whatever it is is dumb. It's some sort of, it's some sort of psyop. I don't, I don't understand some it. Some sort of psyop. I mean, I, I, or at least a distraction. Yeah. Um, it, it put everyone's because everyone was talking about it. It was everywhere. Mm-hmm. I was even obsessed of where the hell this thing was, and then all of a sudden, the one coming from Latin America, like, you know. Everyone's attention was on that thing instead of on something else that we completely just didn't even notice. Did you actually uh, see the footage of the um, balloon getting shot down? Yeah, I did. <laughs> it's pretty cool. It was cool. Yeah, it blew and, up and then uh, it just fell for, to the ocean. Yeah, for all and you kids, upset. for all you kids um, listening, uh, or when you do have kids, um, this is a great trivia fact. If you go end up going to school in West Point or something, the first air to air battle, the first air to air contact that an F twenty two one was between a balloon. That's oh, the really? first. Yeah, F twenty two. F twenty two Raptor is one of the. Um, it's probably our best isn't the right word. Top tier aircraft that the military has, and they've never had an air to air combat situation before. And this is like, well. I don't think they've had any kind of – they haven't shot down any plans. That's what I'm getting at. This is the first thing in the air that an F-22 is shot down, which is pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I didn't know that. So it's never gotten to battle before, huh? I think it's gone to battle, but if you're shooting down ground – if you're shooting ground targets, it's not you're obviously not the same as being in a dogfight. Right, right. Um, so pretty interesting stuff. And the F-22 Raptor's been around for quite a while now. It has at least at least a decade, the probably ni- more. The nineties, I think. Oh no, I don't think so. no. It's after nine eleven for sure. You think so? Yeah, yeah. Or wait a minute, maybe not anymore. When did the F twenty two come out? When did the F twenty two? Introduction was two thousand five. You're right. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. First first flight was uh, nineteen ninety seven. Mid nineties, but not okay. But it didn't enter service till two thousand five. Yeah, I mean they always take a long time. Yeah, yeah, 2005. Anyway, F-22 just, service 2005. But yeah, just I mean, a cool little, cool little factoid right there. It is. It's a. I mean, it's, it's the first cool aircraft thing. that the F-22 shot down. That is hilarious. No, I did yeah. not know that. Well, let's let's jump into that. Let's jump into Project Veritas. We talked about that last week, um, but the story continues, and I think I think you're partially right that it is being used as a distraction. I'm not mm-hmm. convinced. That the balloon is a distraction for what's going on with uh, with the COVID vaccine. Okay. Um, but Project Veritas did drop a second part of their um, breaking story from last week. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I mean, uh, what's what's in the new one that that's going on? I mean, you know, the guy obviously. Oh, Pfizer. Pfizer came out and said something. Mm-hmm. Um, right. They they came out and did a press release about this, saying that. They're, they're basically trying to play with words, but they didn't deny it that this is what they do. They're saying it's right. for their research, um, so they can get ahead of of the mutations and know where it's going. So they're they are actively mutating it themselves, um, which is which I'm pretty sure is illegal. They did one of those things where it's not gain of function; it's yeah. increasing the function to get a gain. Like <laughs> yeah. basically, that's what it, it's so. It's just un, unreal. But did you see? Project Veritas, they rented out that truck with a bunch of TV screens on it and parked it outside Pfizer and were broadcasting no. their story. Oh, that? yeah. 
<laughs> that was this was that was this week. Um, I did not see that's hilarious. What did we do? So <clears throat> they got like a flatbread. I don't know if it was a flat. It wasn't a flatbed truck. Basically, like a van. well, no, like a big, like a like a U-Haul, except it had TV screens on the outside, and they were just okay. playing this. They were just playing the uh, fake interview they had, the fake date that they had with the guy um, outside of Pfizer. It was absolutely. They parked the truck outside oh, of Pfizer here. and they're playing. It. Yeah. Oh my God, that is hilarious. Well, you know, at least someone's doing it. But you know, again, they they won't talk about that it was a DOD operation through and through, right? That everyone's got immunity, even the people who injected, who are injecting you at the pharmacy, they mm-hmm. are also immune because they are they are. It says it in the in the legal documents that they are um, employees of the DOD when they're doing this. So you know, Veritas won't talk about that for sure. Let's just take down Big Pharma. It's all their mm-hmm. fault. Even even BioNTech, which, you know, because Pfizer didn't make it, the vaccine. It's a military contractor that made the vaccine, BioNTech. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, so it's just <coughs> blaming the wrong person. Yes, it's messed up. I'm not saying they're not doing well, you know, but they won't talk about the real issue. Of course not. Of course not. And no one's going to get in trouble. You know, even what's his name? Stu Peters last yesterday. He's like, we... They're all going to be held accountable. They're all going to court. I'm like, no, dude, they're not. Nothing is going to happen to anyone. I know. It's, it's so it's, sad. It's really fr- – and the the reason tr- – even if they broke the law – I mean, they did break the law. The reason yeah. they're not going is because the general public isn't aware of it because no one is reporting on it. And people, unfortunately, don't can't do their own research. They have to be told what to believe. Um, so as I've discussed, I spent a lot of time on Reddit. Um, I hate, I hate that website, but it is, it can, <laughs> it, is. it can be useful. Yeah. The users are just the biggest dweebs, biggest fucking dweebs. And I say that as someone who uses Reddit, the biggest fucking dweebs on the planet. Um, mm. but I have seen this story from, uh, Veritas pop up here and there on, um, different subs and always gets shit on in the comments by people going like, Oh, how can you trust this far right Nazi website? And then yeah, the, yeah. the it's always the same exchange. That'll be the top comment. And the follow-up comment that has, a, you know, negative infinity downvotes will have a question like, what have they done to make you think that they're Nazis? And then there is never any solid proof <laughs> as a response to that. They, they never say, they never say, you know, here is the president, CEO, whatever, dressed up as Hitler doing a Nazi salute, um, throwing a bunch of people in gas chambers. It's always like, well, you know, they'll they'll post some bullshit link and it usually has nothing to do with Project Veritas. It's it's someone else. They'll post a yeah. third party verifying what Project Veritas says. And the and the third party that they're using is some like commondreams.org, some very bizarre, <laughs> weird, unheard of lefty website. And it's just and they use that as proof, but they can't see that the proof is in front of their eyes already. I mean, it's just. Uh, it's unreal. I can't stand it. Anyway, that's my little rant about how dumb the users of Reddit are. Yeah, I mean, but but still, it's a great <clears throat> place to get <clears throat> news disseminated. Yeah, and and to grab your news. Just don't listen. You know, there's some really funny comments. Also, you know, I mean, there are some funny commenters, funny trolls in there. But what's allowed to go on there? Because it is highly censored. Yes, and, it is. You know, you'll see some good takes just being taken off. Like, oh wait, that makes some sense, and boom, it's gone. You it's know. not the same. It's not the same website as it was um, back in, I want to say 2012 was when. Yeah. Um, was 
that's was, when um, mm-hmm. it w- the website was very libertarian. It was all about free speech. Um, yeah. Everyone wanted what's his name for president? Your guy, um, Ron Paul. Guy? Yeah, Ron Paul. Yeah, he's a um, everyone. Everyone is obsessed with Ron Paul. Now it's <laughs> it's just another Demo- Democrat shithole. Uh, yeah, I mean, oh, did you did you ever look at that that document that was released from uh, nineteen fifty six, like saucer uh, plans, saucer craft that we did, the U.S. Mil- U.S. Air Force did, nineteen fifty six. Is that the one you did? You send that to me? Yeah, yeah, I sent. It's from the Black Vault. He's done great work. I I've been following him forever. Didn't get a chance to look through that whole thing, uh, but I it's go crazy. ahead. The details. All right, so it's these plans. It's 1956. Uh, I guess it's a proposal to the U.S. Air Force uh, of this saucer-looking craft, and it's it's using ramjet technology, which is, you know, I thought we only had since the 70s. You know, this is 1956. Now, and it's now, ram, ramjet technology, gas turbines to give it lift. Um, now, what what is ramjet technology? Ramjet is when... Uh, you, when you take you take air because it's full of oxygen and you light that on fire the air that's coming into the the engine so, so you're not to, really, it, yeah it has to filter it has to filter the air because our air is is like something like eighty percent nitrogen o- right. oxygen is highly flammable right um, but it's not a contrary to popular belief it is not the major like air floating around you in any place is mostly nitrogen right so they do filter it out and then that they light that uh, flammable gas and then which gives it uh, not that's lift, a cool idea. Gives it a thrust. Gives right? it a thrust. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how our jets are, like F-22s, F-16s. All that's all ramjet. So this was in 1956, but but um, applying it to a saucer-looking craft to give it lift. Um, and they're talking about going supersonic, and the plans are very detailed. I mean, anyone with money, if you get this and you got like I don't know a billion dollars or something, you can build this. It's that's how detailed the plan is. It has cutaways um, and telling you exactly how it works. It, it goes right here. Full four Rolls Royce engines, telling you where to put the Rolls Royce engines, which are which we find right now on airline on airlines. Mm-hmm. Ramjet aircraft ducted fan assist. I mean, it's really crazy, and it's 1956, um, which leads us perfectly into what you sent me, and which is also big news, which NASA and DARPA are working together for a nuclear powered rocket or, or engine uh to take us to mars but we know you know we know from from also leaked documents that we started doing that in the early 60s and that technology yeah. went dark it went black um not <coughs> not very long into it you know what i mean so we have something already um and bob lazar and people like that have said that nuclear energy is a way to create enough electromagnetic power um, to give something lift in the way Tesla wanted. So like a nuclear engine could, I don't know, whatever they need, terawatts of power um, mm-hmm. on a right craft. You know, if you generate that much electricity and energy, that you can make it lift. So it's, uh, it's the 60s. Yeah. The the timing of that article, because this is something, <clears throat> the, I, I sent that to you because it seems like um, – they're doing that thing where they kind of leave a trail of bread breadcrumbs so yeah. they can refer back to it later. Um, because you're right. This is something the U.S. government has been talking about for decades at this point. And just to release this kind of thing now seems like they can look at that, you know, as an excuse to say, OK, all of this technology you see flying around the sky is ours. See, 
we've been yeah. developing this we've been developing this for um you know here's the proof right here here's an article that nasa's developing this where they truly have had it for a very long time already yeah exactly they just shelf it or you know i i get why they do this for national security they want to see if an adversary does do it that they say all right we have it too you know it's just this game of just nations and yeah. national security you know maybe it's not a good thing maybe maybe you know globalization is a good thing i don't know i always go back and forth because the problem with like national security is that it it stunts progress and growth because you're too scared someone else is going to get the technology and use it against you well i think what it does is um it stunts growth for the general public but if all these black budgets across the world are competing against each other that's a true capitalist wet dream right um the cream cream will rise to the top and yeah I, i do think it's a little bit of you you show uh, a little tiny bit of your hand to get the other side to tip their whole hand so you can compete against that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It yeah. Is a, it's a little game of cat and mouse, game of uh, chess. Um, everyone jokes about the 5D chess thing, but it, it is a little bit of that. It's all psychological stuff. You're trying yeah, to but, fool the other I side mean, into thinking that you've got something you don't, or you're trying to get, you're trying to bluff so they'll show you what they have. Right, and a lot of people You're, have said but, in the but, past that 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 you, the UFO folklore and you know all of that was to scare Russia and China mm-hmm. um, into saying, oh, that we have stuff that we really don't have. That was always an argument. But you know what always baffled me was the hypersonic missiles. How how are we behind on that? Supposedly, you know, we caught up pretty quick, right? But how are we behind on it to begin with? Are we behind on it? Where, what, what, makes you, what makes you say this? Because I, I don't actually know officially, what you're talking about. Yeah, so, you know, China and, and Russia have had hypersonic missiles in their arsenals, right? In their, is that what it's called? In their arsenal for, for, for a few years now. And I remember seeing uh, on Congress, this Gates, you know, Congressman Gates, he was uh, interviewing, or there was a hearing for the DOD, and the new secretary of the secretary of defense was there, and Gates was saying, "How are we? How can we be behind?" You know, and he said it there. So I mean, if a congressman is saying that we were behind, I mean, that's why that's why I said it. So, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't honestly don't believe that for a second. I mean, exactly, right? I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't, I don't think we'd be behind. Yeah, I mean, they steal everything from us anyway. Yeah, but, but uh, we again, got up really quick, so I, we had something. Obviously, we just again like, oh, we're doing it now. I think it's just governments. It's a bluff against a bluff against a bluff all the way down. Yeah. But yeah. there, there is real stuff at the bottom. I, I, I wouldn't ever believe. I mean, the U.S. government. How much have we? How much money have we poured into the military-industrial complex? Twenty we, trillion are missing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's just the missing. That's, that's just missing. a mi- That's yeah. missing. So that's a fraction of what we've actually spent. <laughs> so I have a, and I have a real hard time believing um, <laughs> we don't have the technology. I, I wouldn't I be surprised. I mean, I'm surprised we haven't. Well, because wars truly aren't really fought. I mean, I was about to say wars really aren't fought with boots on the ground, but Russia and the Ukraine are definitely fighting boots on the ground. Oh man, um, it's getting scary. I mean, we're sending tanks, and now yeah. what was the next one? Oh, we're not going to send F-16s. That means we are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever the government tells you, it's the exact opposite. Speaking of, you sent me another one, which I did see also. DARPA is now soliciting proposals. For crafts to maneuver with no moving parts, no moving parts. Does that sound familiar? 
Mm-hmm. Who else has no moving parts? I know Dr. Stephen Greer, whenever he talks about UFOs and aliens, he's been, he's been doing this for two decades now. He always says the ones that are, if you want to tell the difference between the ones that are human and alien, is that the ones that are alien have no moving parts. It's made out of one mold. You don't see any rivets. You see nothing. So it's weird now that now DARPA is coming out and saying that they want a craft that does exactly the same thing. Yeah. So now, now we really can't tell when it comes out. I know. This is what I'm saying. This is, I say it week after week, and it's true. My journey does not stop until I have a UFO with little alien creatures inside of it in my in the palm of my hands. <laughs> and unless I'm inside the craft uh, smoking cigars with little grays from Mars or wherever, another dimension, my journey does not end. Because how can you tell? Nothing in the sky that I see uh, is going to prove truly prove to me that that the whole extraterrestrial ufo phenomena is real despite I all i, get I mean yeah yeah i just i don't I mean, know especially especially you know especially in 2023 it's really hard but you have to go back to the old that's that's for me that's how it does it for me the old times you know the 40s the 50s the 30s um and then that's it i think 60s onwards it's very difficult to uh pinpoint um yeah. especially in this country but then you have mexico you have other countries globally that don't even have air forces <laughs> you know uh, <laughs> so like that i mean yes yeah that's how i'll do it oh and even even like the nasa videos from a long time ago you know just coming from deep space he's craft i mean could be ours also mm-hmm. but yeah it's it's difficult dude so anyway but this new program we're going to have craft now that just move with with no rudders nothing like that so here's more exactly on how wings generate lift i mean this is a very good article it's for, it's on uh, popular science popsci.com darpa wants mm-hmm. aircraft that can maneuver with a radically different method well the the um the whole reason so I'm, i have no i'm going completely off the top of my head mm-hmm. i know you, you're gonna know what i'm talking about this is for our listeners but the whole theory behind propulsion without lift, without thrust, is basically you generate a gravitational field in the direction you want to go. So basically, you're falling. You make the craft fall in that direction. Right. You fill in and the if hole. you can, <laughs> right, you falls into that hole. Um, and that's why supposedly the the crafts need to be saucer uh, shaped. That way, it can go any any direction, and mm-hmm. there's no there's no air uh, resistance. Right. Um, because if you're falling in a certain way, that's just gravity. You're still going to have to go up against air. That being said, that is just if the U.S. or any government on, sorry, terrestrial craft um, was going to work, that's the way it would work. It needs to be saucer-shaped if it's going to okay. fall into this gravitational hole because it still has air resistance. But as we're seeing uh, from these UAPs, all the videos that you and I have shared and every, that everyone have seen, these things are going in and out of water. They're clearly not having any air resistance. Nope. Um and there is a field around it. You can see the field around yeah. it, which like pushes, I guess, air out of the way, pushes water out of the way. It just has yeah. a nice bubble around it. So there's there's something there's something to that. Yeah. Um, and Tesla had plans for that, right? In the early 1900s. He, he was a very I love reading about Tesla because he had some yeah. radical ideas, um, absolutely insane things where he you know he believed he could light up the entire night sky with enough Tesla t- uh, towers. So cool. um, yeah. He thought. He had a theory that um, with the right, oh, um, what's it called when something shakes at a very small level? 
Oh, uh, 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 he, he could. Si- yeah, he, he, but he had, kind of. He had he had the oh, theory seismic. that yeah, well, no, I'm not, that's not seismic. Basically, he could shake any building to to dust. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah. the right um, frequency. Scalar, scalar, techno- scalar waves. Right. Yeah, and that's a scary concept too. It I mean, is. again, uh, as far as I know, it's never been proven. Um, but the guy was an eccentric genius. He was. I, one of my favorite movies is The Prestige. I've watched it so many yeah, times. I was just thinking I about love, The Prestige. Yeah. For those, movie, of, those of you who haven't seen it, go watch The Prestige. Christian Bale, um, yeah. guy who plays Wolverine. Um, uh, huge Jackman. I mean, huge Jackman. <laughs> huge Jackman. Uh, and also Michael Caine. Michael um, King's in there. That's right. It's an yeah. It's a Christopher Nolan movie. It's a Christopher Nolan movie. Yeah. It's very good. It's about two competing magicians. I highly recommend it. So oh, cool. David Bowie's in it. David Bowie. David oh, Bowie plays yeah, Tesla. He plays. He plays Tesla. He plays Tesla. Yeah, I oh, forgot man. about that part. Yeah. It, it's a very. I haven't seen that in ages, but it's stuck with me. That's a great movie. Because it's really magical, right? And it's a real wizard. And Tesla was a real wizard. Yeah. Um, this is kind of this is completely off topic, uh, but we were talking about movies. Um, oh, I, I, I have a I have a bizarre a bizarre question for you. Yeah, I, I gotta I gotta frame it. So I was always scared, like I could not do scary movies for the life of me. For the yeah. life of me, I could not do scary movies growing up. And then I hit a certain age about three four years ago where I cannot get scared by movies anymore. Huh. And every everything seems so dumb. Um, not dumb, just it, okay. So, for instance, the scariest movie to me growing up that I would have never watched was the the thing. Okay. Right. I watched it. And it's really good. It's a really good movie, but it, it wasn't scary. And then was it just from the fifties? No- the thing? No, I think maybe was it. Re- it was the eighties. Okay. Um, was is it the thing? It's the one where it's the um, the the team of scientists down in uh, Antarctica. Mm-hmm. And that that monster keeps morphing and eating them one by one. Is that the thing? I don't know. I I, I don't think I've watched it. Yes, it's very people? famous. It is 1982, The Thing by John Carpenter. Oh, you Carpenter, of course, Carpenter. Anyway, uh, that was like I watched that it was really good. I wasn't scared. Uh, I watched um, Event Horizon the other day, the other night. Yeah. Have you with? With Lawrence Fishburne and the guy from Jurassic Park, I have you seen I that one? Watch it. Is that that's not a that's not a scary movie, is it? Yeah, it is. They they come across a uh, they uh, Lawrence Fishburne and his crew are tasked to go save. They get a distress call from a spaceship that disappeared around Neptune, and they go there. And the oh. ship basically had was using faster than light travel, but had instead uh, accidentally traveled to hell and back. Maybe, man, maybe you're not a scary movie connoisseur like I am. Anyway, <laughs> my my question no, was, not. my question was, um, if, as you get older, have you noticed that things aren't as scary, movies in particular, aren't as scary as they used to yes. be? Yes, yes. I mean, um, like, Nope is not a scary movie, but still, that one, that, there's that one scene that is scary, right? Stuff like nope that. Was, yeah. yeah, that's such a good movie. Uh, but that what is that one scene that's scary that that one scared me. I was like, oh, whoa, what's happening here? So stuff like that. That's um, yeah, that's not too in your face. When it's too in your face, yeah, it gets stupid. It's like oh, come like on. I I, I still <laughs> don't like I still don't like jump scares. But even those sometimes when you know they're coming and they always you always know when they're coming. What about they're, found footage stuff like uh, paranormal paranormal activity? Doesn't scare me. Doesn't scare you, huh? No, no. It just uh, it, I, it just looks like. Um, 
I don't know, especially found footage. It just looks like acting to me. Okay, what about this one that really freaked me out? It was a Japanese one, and she like falls downstairs or something when she's trying to walk, and like she walks all weird on her on her arms or shoulders or something. Have you watched that? Her hair is uh, always covering her face. Oh, um, yeah, I know which one you're talking about. There's, um, like, there's lots of knocking in it, like or like it, I don't know. Yeah, no, I I don't. I don't, I'll try that one next. Dude, that one uh, really freaked me out. I won't, I won't watch it now. There's no way I'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So that, I just, that, it was stuff like that. Like spirits that come after you, but then they look weird. Like, you know, like why she has to look like that? Why is her face in her hair? Why is she like walking like, why is she like falling well, on the floor? I mean, it's just. <laughs> okay. Well, because I, I think I know that because um, it's the unca- uncanny valley. Because yeah. if, if you can see something that you can identify as human, your yeah. brain goes, okay, that's a human. But if it right. starts acting, if it looks like a human and it doesn't act human, then yeah. it's like, oh shit, what am I looking at? That's the what reason. What the hell is that? Yeah. Maybe okay, maybe maybe I'll I will keep this because we can fold this into. That's why people are so scared when they see um, extraterrestrials and they have abduction experiences. That's why it's yeah. so terrifying is because you see something that's vaguely humanoid and you go and just but your brain human. subconsciously, your brain subconsciously goes, okay, this thing has two legs, a, a head, and, and eyes. It's some. It's something intelligent. I can identify with it on some level, but right. then it, it acts and it's just weird enough that it's so outside of your understanding. Uh, your lizard brain just goes like, oh, holy shit, I'm in danger. Get me the fuck out of here. Fight, fright, fight or fright. Yeah. Flight or f- fight, flight, flight or flight. Flight or, yeah, fight or flight. <laughs> yeah. Flight or flight mode. Speaking of that, um, what about that 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 satellite we're going to go mine for 10 good quadrillion dollars ten thousand quadrillion dollars of uh oh not a satellite asteroid asteroid sorry yeah yeah i think we're gonna go mine it that that'll be interesting completely crash the economy uh (laughs) well you know we're 30 trillion dollars in debt i mean if the (laughs) government can actually get something like that maybe we can pay that pay that off (laughs) but see but see you're giving the government too much credit because (laughs) government's never going to pay off that debt it's never no. They're, they're gonna go get thirty gazillion dollars of gold or whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or they'll go, oh, it was lost in transit, and you go, really? I mean, oh, I it, yeah. so it blew up. It blew up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that the is Chinese a, that, got it. It's a, that's a very cool um, sci-fi um, thing that the that the government's planning. What what did NASA say? Twenty twenty seven. Is that uh, yeah, twenty twenty seven. It's it's Congress too. Congress told them to go to go look at these things. Go get it. Ten thousand quintillion. Currently, the entire global economy is estimated estimated at roughly a hundred and ten trillion. So, I mean, yeah, it would kind of crash the economy. Market. Yeah, um, it's very interesting. It's not that far fetched. Um, NASA landed a um, not it's a it's not a satellite satellite revolt. They landed technology on an asteroid um, yeah. not that long ago. What was that? Mm-hmm. Well, actually, shit, maybe that has been a long ago. That must Three have been years maybe. Ago, I think. No, no, no. This was much longer than that. Really? I think this is closer to seven, eight years ago at this point. Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe there was a European Union then. That was like three years ago. So yeah, it's not that far fetched um, that we, you know, are able to to do I mean, this. It's not. Yeah, and this asteroid's coming close to us. That's why. Uh, it's right. making it's making its orbit around Earth, yeah, in 2027, and we're just going to launch something. But can you can you mine it that quickly? No, that's something I think that would take a very very long time. Unless right. you put unless you put Bruce Willis and his crew from Armageddon <laughs> up there, they'd get it done. 
Those movies are so funny, man. <laughs> I love that. Those blockbuster movies. Yeah, what was it? Like, we don't do that anymore. Now it's just all uh, no. superhero <laughs> yeah. movies. Yeah. So I watched. Going back to movies. Fuck. Sorry. <laughs> I watched. Uh, there's this movie on HBO Max called uh, Moonfall. You can probably, from the title of the movie, guess what it's about. Right. But, oh, was it good? No, it was awful. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was just straight up trash. But um, it just it reminded me of those movies, Armageddon, Independence Day, oh, all those okay. uh, 2012, all those disaster, yeah. high budget CGI movies that came out in the in the on the aughts in the end. So dorky. Yeah, we went through that phase for a long time. Deep Impact was one of them. Uh, there was that one where they take like a subterranean train to go restart the uh, Earth's core. I think it's called the core. Um, the core, yeah. That movie was trash. Uh, my favorite is Danny Boyle's uh, Sunshine, where they have to go restart the sun. Really stupid, but love restart the director. The sun. Oh, I didn't yeah. know about that one. Didn't watch it. It was good. I liked it, but it turned into a slasher fic in the last third, which is kind of bizarre. Anyway, huh. let's stop talking about movies because that'll be our <laughs> new podcast. I could talk about movies for a long time. Well, you sent me a good uh, Medium article about that Navy, the Navy servicemen, they report triangle UFOs. Yeah. Naval we, air stations. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I, mean, I, I know that I heard so another Navy. I don't know if he was in this article, but I heard him on Rogan also talk about for, for three hours about this stuff. And he was basically saying that they got new radar systems, and once those radar systems were turned on, all of a sudden they're seeing shit everywhere, and it's all yeah. these and it's all these uh, these cubes within spheres or spheres within cubes, something like that, and that they're, we can't see them with our eyes, but our radar can see them, and they're in the infrared and ultraviolet. He was saying also on both spectrums. It's a it's a very bizarre phenomenon, and it, it brings up a lot of questions. Um, are we just now seeing these things because our technology is getting more advanced? Are we just right. seeing these things um, because they're more interested in us now? Are we seeing these things because governments around the world are now getting more technologically technologically advanced and able to create these craft? I mean, I, there's no answer. There, you know, I don't know what the answer is. Um, do you think that extraterrestrials are a little bit more interested in us now? Or do you think they've, it's kind of they've always been here and now we're just I, finally starting to yeah. able to see them? I think they've always been here. I think there was more of an interest once we start going to war and nukes and stuff like that. Um, and then, yeah, and I, th- I think the radar systems that, that we gave the naval officers, we've the black budget world's probably had for 30 years. So I think, you know, <laughs> for sure, like the NSA developed this a long time ago. And now it's just, you know, it's not too crazy to see these things. It's been kind of normalized. And Congress is pushing to find out what this stuff is. But they're obviously here. Maybe it's a, just another species on this planet, not really extraterrestrial. Yeah. Um, shit, I had a question. Okay, here's my question for you. So as we've established, um, extraterrestrials do seem very interested in our nuclear capabilities. Yeah. Um, have been ever since the first bombs went off. Um now, do you think I, I've I've started coming going the other way at it? Do you just think that's confirmation bias because our government is a lot more um, observant around our nuclear facilities, and that's why we see these aircraft around uh, weapons technology? Oh, yeah, someone yeah someone did or, say that. Or do you think um, they or do you think they truly are more interested in our nuclear capabilities? And well, because they turned them off in the past, and there are you know there's been also reports of 
of us shooting rockets and they go or missiles and they go around these missiles to shoot down missiles also. So even when we were shooting, even though we're even when we we're doing tests, uh, nuclear tests in space, a lot of those rockets would, would failed like a lot, like over like 60 percent of them failed to even like launch. So something is messing with us with that. But you have a good point. Now, military bases, especially nuclear military bases, have a lot of sensors, obviously, around them and 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 uh, and surveillance technology, right? Mm-hmm. Way more than anywhere else. So someone right. said, you know, if you what if you put all the all that stuff somewhere else, would you also see UFOs? You know, maybe yeah. maybe they're not looking at military bases. Maybe we're just looking out more at military bases. Yeah, see, and that's again. I, I'm no sorry, I keep, I, right? And I keep bringing yeah. up questions that have no answers. <laughs> I apologize for that. <laughs> but th- that's fine. something. That's something that's been rattling around in my head, um, especially this week. I don't know why this week, but I I, th- I had that question. I was like, huh, you know, maybe they're. But that being said, um, if, if that truly is the case, if, if you know, if we were to take all of this sensor technology and put it in the middle of nowhere, and we're seeing all this stuff. Does that mean these craft are just everywhere all the time? Because that would be insane to me. That means, I mean, that's that's a level of uh, interaction that would just be absolutely insane to have well, if you think about it. You just reminded me of something. There's this one, is he Italian? Anyway, he created a new lens. Um, mm-hmm. Instead of instead of it convex, he's, it's concave, I think. I have to go back okay. and look at this. And he did it, but he has a patent and everything. And when he he started filming and he said, they're there all the time. We just can't see them and I can prove it. And he he would just point his camera anywhere and they're there. You know, I I think they even did a press release. Should I look this up now? It'll be be good to talk about this maybe next time. Concave lenses, UFOs. Here it is. Detection of via new telescope. Breaking news. New telescope observes otherwise invisible terrestrial entities with intelligent movements. So I'll... This is on Please send that to me. That sounds fascinating. I'd love to talk yeah. about that. Yeah. So, and then that brings up, like, I think we had a series in the 80s also, a British one, I'm trying to remember, that that, that was the case too, that these things, they're always there. They're just looking at us and, and, and observing us, and we just can't see them. You know, kind of like a um, Truman Show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, kind of like, um, I, again, going back to when we study lab rats, lab rats are somewhat aware of that were there that were they're watching them but they don't understand what we are what we're doing and it would be the same thing on a higher you know higher level we had a higher level of uh, entities watching us um maybe they're studying us maybe they're manipulating us i mean by definition we can't possibly know what their intentions are yeah that's 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 it on pinterest but you can probably take that and go down the rabbit hole and figure out who the guy is and i remember his galileo telescope convex and it's very strange very, I'll take a look at that. All right, yeah. Um, so, so there's that. I mean, everyone always says, everyone always feels this is a Truman Show, especially like flat earthers, right? This is, this is a. It's all, it's all fake. Um, yeah. Exactly. I do, I do want to. So we were talking about the triangle UFOs, and you had sent me an article, uh, just on the right after that about the headline is Stanford top scientist said intelligence community thinks grays are intermediaries. Bio yes. Yes. And that's something we've talked about on this show. We've uncovered that anomaly. We have uncovered that anomaly. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> but it is a it is a very cool concept, and I I do think this is probably um, the most likely 
yeah thing that's going on yes we do it all the time we do it with insects all the time you know and i think if we get really good which which we are with nanotech and making making robots with nanotech and sensors and we could actually go in there and interact with ants like maybe be, be even part of their community and really find out what they're doing so Mm-hmm. You know, it's not far-fetched that something way beyond this, way more intelligent, on a completely different reality, a different level, to create things like the greys. Exactly. Right? And we we probably talked about it um, in one of our early episodes, but it's something um, that I actually believe that true extraterrestrials, I'm not, I'm not counting, sorry, I don't mean to say true. When I say, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I, I'm not discounting the belief that there's life in our universe, but I think most likely the terrestrials that we, extraterrestrials that we have interacted with on our planet are from another dimension, from another reality, mm-hmm. but they can't, they can't stick around here. That's why they don't just land on the white house lawn. They can only stick around here for a little time. So they have to, they do have to create uh, the grays or these little bio robots that interact with mm-hmm. us because for whatever reason, they can't interact on our, on our scale. Like yeah, it, um, it makes the hybridization, it makes the hybridization, hybridization program, you know, it gives it a reason. It gives it a reason. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing. Like if we, for instance, if we found some sort of two-dimensional um, uh, universe, mm-hmm. there's no way we could we could interact with it. We're 3D no. creatures, and we can't yeah. we can't even create something that's 2D. Uh-uh. Like people might look at a piece of paper and go, "Oh, that's 2D," but it's not. It still has thickness. Right. But like we can't fathom something that is completely, and I mean completely flat. Zero, <laughs> zero degrees tall, whatever that degree might be. Like microscopes. I mean, you, you if you put that thing that you're looking through is a flat, is supposedly a flat glass, piece of glass, right? But then mm-hmm. you go in there and then there's things crawling around in there that still look flat, but they're not. If you go deeper or if you focus more, there was one person on TikTok that was, that streams their, uh, their microscope, whatever, what they, what they find in the microscope. And there's creatures in there. Like, yeah. They look 3D, but far. But if you look from far, they look 2D. Right. So, yeah. if <clears throat> my point is, if we were going to try and interact with this 2D universe, hypothetical 2D universe, we'd have to create something that's 2D to go in there. Mm-hmm. Same like you know, if there's a 4D dimension or something else above us, they'd have to create something in our 3D universe to interact with us. That's what the that's what the bio robot, the greys, um, you know, hypothetically, that's what they would be. And I I think this theory has a lot of um, I think there's a lot of um, there's just there's a lot of evidence that shows this might be the case. Evidence yeah. I mean, I, I this people who've said that even like planets are actually fifth, fifth dimensional beings, but we see them as planets. We can't see them as conscious living. Now, entities. That's a really the way cool the way we see them is just these these just hunks of, you know, gas or or, you know, for us rock. But it's actually a living intelligence on another re- level. We just can't fathom it well yeah yeah but anyway. we see it just as planets right yeah but yeah that's another thing yeah the trick is consciousness and that's what it always leads mm-hmm. to with ufos and and aliens and these subjects is that it's they have also mastered consciousness um that's why we that's can be we yeah right and that's what the manipulation manipulation when you listen to these people who whoops, sorry and these people um discuss the, their extraterrestrial abductions um it's always tele uh is it telekinesis or telekinesis when you can move stuff with your mind telepathy yeah yeah it's always tele- they're always able to they, you know they can calm you down they speak to you 
without using words. Um, yeah, it's because Masters of Consciousness, again, more evidence showing that this is the case. But how uh, the telepathy thing, you know, even if they understand, there's a Reddit thing of that, the, of that telepathy <clears throat> I sent you. Um, but with telepathy, I mean, say we can put chips in our heads and whatnot and try to communicate with other, others that way. How, how are you doing it? Like, well, how does, again, it, how I does think... it turn into your language? How, you know, with these abduction cases, how do they hear the thoughts of these beings? But, again, I think it's a, I think it's just a dimensional, it's the, it's the problem with cross-dimensional communication. I mean, mm-hmm. it's so hard. You need to, I, I know I keep harping on it. I hope you're, I hope you're still reading that book I recommended, The Three Body Problem, because they kind of get into this. But basically, um, a fourth dimensional being would be able to see our, our thoughts. Oh, um, I see what you're saying. Because they literally can like, and it, you don't have to like know the language, but you can like, if you can, if you can take a thought and see it and see what it is, just like yeah, yeah. if I'm looking at a tree and I, and I see an apple and I can pull the apple off right. the tree, let's uh-huh. say I can change the apple's color and put it back on the tree. That would, that's how I imagine the communication would uh-huh. work. You don't have to know what language the apple is speaking. You just can, you know, you can change it. You can manipulate it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. So, but from that premise, we're basically saying all thoughts are not original, and all thoughts have been thought about, you know, at some point. So well, that's why yeah. that's why it's recognizable. Mm, yes and no. I just think I just think if you're on a higher, I, I don't know. It's just like okay, you were talking about ants earlier. Like, yeah. let's say I want to grab a group of ants. All I have to do is put a sugar cube down next to the ant pile and give it a couple exactly. seconds. Right. It's not knowing what the the thoughts of the ant are. It's just saying I know that they're gonna go to the sugar cube, so you put the sugar cube down. I don't know. It's that's a really simple way of putting it. I don't yeah. think in, interdimensional communication is would it's be that different. No, it's not impossible. But I mean, again, this is all high level science fiction, really. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> there's if, if it's been proven in our world and our reality, we sure shit don't have the answers. We haven't been told anything. No, we haven't. But you and know, apparently I, it's it's so terrifying that the government even won't won't let, even let us get a hint of what it truly is about. Yeah, and maybe that's why there's there's a fight in the government to stop fossil fuels. Well, they're calling fossil fuels, but I mean to stop like you know, oil and gas. Maybe it's to force these technologies out. Maybe maybe that's the only way to force it, or else we're all going to die because you know if they really get rid of fossil fuels, people are going to freeze. Um, freeze to death. People are going to starve to death. It's going to be bad if they get their way. You know, maybe that's well, what that's what the push is. I hope I hope they have foresight enough to, if if they truly are going to go down that route, they have something that is proven that can replace it. You know what I mean? Right, right. I mean, if they are before if they out, have before these they craft, out if we do really do have these anti gravity craft, then they have a source of energy that is very very powerful. You know? Yeah, that's. That's always been an interesting thought to me too, is because um, on our, our on our planet and our society right now we don't have infinite sustainable energy. Everything nope. comes from a battery, and when I say a battery, I don't mean like a car battery. I mean like there's a source of energy, yeah. um, and it, and it always gets depleted. We haven't quite figured out a way to not we have an energy source that's not depleted. It has to be refueled at some point. Right. Even when, you know, even when they say renewable energy. Um, they're talking about wind, wind and water. Um, it's not infinite, infinitely sustained. It's close. Not at all. Yeah. But it's not, it's not infinite. And it's not reliable. 
No, it's not. Not yet. So that's that's why there's a big push for uh, nuclear power, which I'm not against. Yeah, um, me neither. It's clean. Yeah, and it it is it's again not infinitely sustainable, but it's close. It's close and it's cheap. That's what we need. We yep. need cheap. So there was this great, great debate. I, I don't know what school it is, but it's somewhere in England. And I always see videos for them. And they have debates. Uh, and they have really smart people that come up there. And this one guy came up and he was talking about global warming and woke ideology and, and this generation. And I guess it was his generation too, or is he, he older? But he had a great argument. He goes, you know, in the past, we believed in human ingenuity you know, we didn't just give up. We didn't just say, all right, let's just stop all this. We had goals. And, you know, and he's saying the goal for this should be we should have an, a pro-human um, a pro-human ideology or a pro-human pro agenda instead of anti-human. That we, we should push for more people to thrive, you know, and, and, and get wealthy. And we should push for, for new technologies to help us do this, to bring down the cost of energy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Instead of this anti-human agenda, which just wants to cut it all, cut humanity out of the, the picture and say, all right, no yeah. more human activity. Um, yeah, I just I like that. Philosophy and it goes better. along. It, it goes along, you know, hand in hand with uh, politics or anything, really. We, we don't want the people involved. We want people invo- like the general public involved with all of this as little as possible. I mean, that to me is that's the, truly the anti-human agenda. Um, yeah. Yeah. Everything, everything from uh, technology to uh, farm subsidies. I was just reading an article about this farmer had to throw away, you know, tons and tons and tons of his produce because um, government won't allow him to sell his excess stuff. I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Why in the world are we allowing our government to tell us <clears throat> what we can and cannot sell? I mean, that's. I mean, obviously, there's, there's. When I say sell, I mean my first thought went to, well, I don't want someone selling. Uh, plutonium that just the general <laughs> public that'd be dangerous to a point i understand but i mean right. it's, ridic- over- it's ridiculous it's that's ridiculous yeah that's it's ridiculous how much is is kept from the from the people yeah and you know we pretty much are a so- socialist or communist country you know we just don't talk about it and the government has overstepped its boundaries on many issues and it's it always starts with our safety and always starts with national security which is fine yeah. But then it just morphs into more and more things that it grows you know, and grows and grows. Yeah, where corporations I mean, can, can use the government. Hell, look at the look at the look at the Patriot Patriot Act and the yeah. NSA and all that stuff. Now it's we being used get, against white Americans. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Ron Paul warned us. Yeah. They say they say the slippery slope's not real as they're so falling weird. down a cliffside. It is so real. I mean, you know, I, I did. I always have that argument that you know, slippery slope is a fallacy. No, it's not. But apparently, it it's a fallacy not. just just for debates. It's a fallacy, apparently. So, so you can't use it for debate reasons. That's I, what, I, that's I, I still, I think that's fucking dumb too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, too, a, it's, a, it's, it's real. It is as absolutely it's been proven time and time again. <laughs> Especially with the government. Yeah. Man, imagine they repeal the Patriot Act. I mean, I know there's a big push, especially with the uh, with the Republicans in Congress, because a lot of them, a lot of people, I heard like sp- uh, uh, Twitter Spaces. You know, when it's it's audio file, it's like radio. It's like a podcast mm-hmm. almost, but it's on Twitter. And they're asking these congressmen, like people, normal people, like, can we ever get back to the country we we know before 9/11, where we just went to the to the airport with like. You know, in 15 minutes we're in. We don't have to go through a TSA and all that stuff. And he's like, well, 
we still have a problem with terrorism in the world, and that's what the congressman was saying. So, you know, despite the people wanting to go back to an America pre-9-11, wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't it? TSA, TSA has been proven to be completely fucking worthless. <laughs> and not even, not, not just worthless, uh, actually, like, like, they've been caught stealing, you know, they've been caught fondling. I mean, they do more harm than good, and they don't catch. That's the thing that people don't seem to understand. They don't catch terrorists until after they've committed the the yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Like the reason. Okay, so for those of you who don't know, when you're going through the and you're getting scanned, you have to take your shoes off because there was a shoe bomber. They didn't yeah. catch the shoe bomber. The shoe bomber succeeded, and that's why you have to take your shoes off. The people stopped him on the plane. Like, what are you doing, dude? And he <laughs> failed. He failed, and that's why we have that stupid rule. Yeah, it's uh. so dumb. So dumb. And and, and, and and even now, Department of Homeland Security, I mean, we, we created that after 9-11. We didn't need it, obviously. Uh, we have an open border that they're just letting people in and gaslighting us that they're not. Um, they wanted to create a, a a board of, like, a ministry of truth, like a disinformation board. Like, mm-hmm. what the hell are they doing? Like, they're using all these tools now, created after 9-11, on the American people. Yeah. And the excuse was terrorism. But now, of course, we have domestic terrorists. Uh, oh. Anyone who believes in the Constitution is a domestic terrorist. Domestic terrorist. <laughs> um, we, we could and probably should, maybe when we get our feet under us a little bit more, do a whole episode of 9-11. Um, okay. I'd, I'd love to talk about that. Um, yeah, before it's illegal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, for those of you who don't, was it, like, was it all of them or the, the vast majority of the, the hijackers were from Saudi Arabia? Vast majority. I think 90% is like one or two from Lebanon or one guy from Lebanon, but the vast majority were Saudis. And they didn't even, did they get a slap on the wrist? The Saudi? I don't Some, think so. Uh, oh, yeah, nothing happened to Saudi. On uh, the contrary, we, we, we uh, look at them now. I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm going to stop talking because I could go on a whole rant about 9-11. Right now. <laughs> yeah, we're we, could, we, could do, we could do an episode on 9-11. Maybe... Yeah, Maybe we could do on the anniversary. I guess that's in seven months, though. That's that's fine. That gives us plenty of time to figure our shit out. <laughs> okay, let's do that. Love, There's a I ton of stuff do, out there. I would love to do a 9-11 episode. Okay. Not, I mean, it's a very sad All right, thing. All right, so we're going to do it. We're saying it here. We're announcing it here. We're going to do it on the anniversary of 9-11. It might be a so two-hour show. In, come back in seven months. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll uh, All right. Uh, should we wrap it up? Yes. Let's wrap it up. Man, these... These fly by. I when we were first getting um, talking about this podcast, I thought an hour would be too long, but um, you know, yeah, no, there's a really good model out there where there's you do a two-hour show, but you give everyone one hour, and then if you want the whole hour, you have to subscribe. Um, the whole two whatever. hours, you mean? Yeah, if you want the whole two hours, you subscribe like you know five dollars a month, something like that, and then everyone else will just get the one-hour one. So you well, know, we could if you want, and. Uh, do that down the road sometime. No, this is good. Um, <clears throat> when we get this down to a true science, I'll, you know, we could start putting an outline together. I mean, we're doing a little bit better with staying on track because we're sending each other articles throughout the week. Yeah. Um, but that way, because I, I, I have a big problem with it, is I go off on tangents about stuff that I don't need to talk about that kind of takes away from the conversation. Not really. I think, no, they're always, they're not too off topic. You know, I, I think once we start, if we start getting interviews in place, because um, that might be able for us to add another hour if we have an interview yeah. also yeah, where we bring in someone. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, I do. We uh, honestly, I want to start with interviewing just your regular Joe people because okay. that actually, that actually interests me more than 
the quote unquote experts. I don't want to say quote unquote. That makes it sound like a big dick. There are true experts out there. Yeah. Um, I just anytime I see the the term experts say, I, I cringe a little bit because usually most of the time they're unnamed and it means absolutely nothing. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would like to like that's why we talked about interviewing your mom. Um, I think that'd be a fun interview. Um, you inter- I, I'd like to interview just people who are your average Joe public because truthfully, that's who's listening right now. Yeah, that's true. Exactly. And that's who cares about this stuff. Yeah. So speaking of which, um, why don't you tell us where people can find us so they can ask us questions or possibly be interviewed? You can find us on anchor.fm. That's where the, the podcast resides. And it's also on Spotify. Um, we can be on other ones. I, I've, I say this every week. I just don't want us to be banned on one because I did get a for some reason last week. Spotify made me say something about I agree. It was something about their their policies or something like that. <laughs> so I was scared they're gonna you know get rid of us. But I don't want us to be like banned at one of the big ones because if we're banned at one of the big ones, we're completely banned. You know. Yeah, anyway, and we're we're yeah. just we're really still just getting started. So there's no point in taking it. Yeah, like that. We'll, exactly. we'll start small and we'll grow as we go. Yeah. So, but we do have an RSS feed on Anchor.fm, so you can just take that actually and and put it into any podcast app like a Podcast Addict, and you can add it on there, and then you you'll get the weekly um, shows automatically downloaded. So we're there. Where you can find us on Twitter. I'm gonna put us on Rumble today. Actually, once we okay. get these episodes up, I'm gonna put all all the shows on Rumble. So you'll no. find us on Rumble. Twitter at UAP the podcast. You can interact with us, interact with us there. Give us feedback, questions. Maybe you want to be on the show. Let us know. Yeah. Hey, man. If you've been uh, abducted by aliens, um, <laughs> yes. hit us up. I'm I'm dead serious. I would love to talk to someone. I've read all the famous cases. I think all of them, almost all of them. I'm mm-hmm. obsessed with that topic. That's one of my favorite things to talk about. I would love to an- ask questions. Um, if you want to reach yeah. out to do, you, what's your personal um, your your UAP? Do you have a UAP Twitter? Well, I, just a, I, 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 I do the, the, use the main one. Yeah, I use the main one. Yes. I mean, should I do a, a personal no, one? No, I, if you want, I was just wondering if you did, because I no. was going to say you can find me uh, yes. at it all. That's Topher with PH. <laughs> um, like yeah. You, yeah. Like, you're kind of some cool images. Your profile, yeah, your profile I, I picture is really cool. The, the background one is nice. Where'd you get those? You know, I don't know. I, <laughs> I made them myself. I did a bunch of acid and, and drew them myself. <laughs> very, um, very, very trippy. I think that's that's why I picked them. Uh, I need yeah, to I actually start using Twitter. Yeah, I, I don't know where I found them. I, I'm not I, honestly. I'm not quite sure. Uh, shout out to whoever, whatever artist made those. They're very cool pictures. They all right, thank cool. you all so much for listening to the UAP podcast. That's Uncovering Anomalies podcast. Um. Yeah, hit us up. Let us know how we're doing. If you want us to talk about any topic, uh, we will. We'll talk about anything. Even if we uh, don't have any idea about it, we'll talk out of our asses. For it. That's been proven time yeah. and time again. And and we do respond to Twitter really quickly. And, you know, we're always on there. So definitely don't be scared. Don't be shy. Uh, I'm going to make a subreddit. Oh, and yeah. Then... Good idea. Uh, <laughs> if, if you can articles put, in there. put clips on there even. Or even even the articles where we share with each that's other, we a... put on there. Like for the show. Now that's... Oh, you're... Right. That's a great idea. Yeah. It would be a good repository, I was, actually. I was joking, but that doesn't seem like such a bad idea at all. <laughs> all right. Great. You know, well, you know, what, you know what other shows do? Like uh, ones that start getting following, they do a, a Discord server. 
So like, yeah, I I'm not a Discord guy. I mean, we can try it. Me neither. I I I have tried it. It's too the, the notifications are too much. It's just it's a young it's a young person's game. Is that what it is? That's what it feels like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll, uh, we'll try it out. We're we're we'll both we're, we both have full time jobs and we're we're That's working on this. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we basically have think, time for it, you know, on the weekends. Right, and so, and I feel like Discord's one of those things you have to be on like all yeah. the time online, right, right, and I'm right, just right. I can't Let's not do that. Yeah, <laughs> it'll yeah. drive us nuts. <laughs> if you want to start your own uh, fan Discord, listen, right. be, be our guest. Right. <laughs> we'll we'll cool. check in once a week. All right, thank you all so much for listening. Um, any last words? Oh, you know what? I have I have a quote that I sent to you that I think this is good. This is from Hi Res the Rapper. Oh yeah, uh, on Twitter. If the government told people to literally eat shit, there would be people online within hours telling us how yummy it tastes and posting their favorite <laughs> recipe. They would be arguing how people who don't eat shit are radical conspiracy theorists. It's insane. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Thank you so much. Hi, Rez the Rapper. Yeah, um, he's a very good quote and absolutely true. Yeah, so true. Man. <laughs> I think there All was right. one, this one meme when COVID came out about the government, the government told you to walk on four on your, on your four, like on your hands to walk on your hands to like, it'll help you get rid of COVID that people would. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Awesome. All right. Thank you all so much. Uh, join the double header this week and uh, we will see you guys next time.